Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the Big Energy Equals Big Magic podcast series. This week we're diving into Chakra 2, which is a megawatt of a chakra. It's it's oh, it's a lot of information. I was preparing the notes beforehand and they're just splayed out in front of me right now. So I'm going to do my best to summarize this in a way that's cohesive and concise and to the point so you can take the most away from this episode and really put into place the tools that I'm going to share with you to activate this chakra, to balance this chakra, and to look out for the signs that it's becoming more balanced in your life. So as I did with chakra one, I'm just going to go over a rundown of what the chakra is, what it looks like when it's balanced, what it looks like when it's imbalanced, and then some tools that you can employ to work with this chakra more deeply. And I feel like everybody will want to work with this chakra because um, it's the one that I was most drawn to. Again, I feel like I'm going to say that with every chakra, but genuinely, this was the first one that I was like, yes, I'm going to focus on that. I think I mentioned in the first episode that I was a little bit not interested in chakra one, and now it's one of my favorite chakras. But chakra two, I was always like, yes, that is an energy that I want in my life. Tell me about it. Let's go. So chakra two what is it all about chakra two is the sacral chakra and it is located kind of in the lower belly one or two inches below your belly button so it's really close to for women our reproductive organs and it has a lot to do with power sex money pleasure all the things that our society i feel like we I think we can all attest that these are things that are very overtly imbalanced in the world. I think a lot of, I mean, just look at like the structures and like advertising and marketing and how that relates to um, our conditioning around power and sex and money and what's sexy and what should we want and what should we not want. There's, there's a lot going on in this chakra just globally. I can definitely say that it is a very powerful chakra and I know that I personally wanted to work with it because I think anything that mentioned money, I was always drawn to. I'm a Scorpio. I wanted to I wanted to work this chakra for the money. And it is also where a lot of addiction stems from, can be healed from. It's where anything to do with like overindulging or feeling like we're not allowed to indulge addiction, it all sits here. It's a powerhouse. It's a very powerful chakra. And I love that it kind of like physically correlates to the uterus because I think that that just shows how powerful we women are. So this chakra is desire energy. It is the energy of delight. It is the energy of like vibrant delight in life. It is visually, it is the color orange. That's the vibration that we would perceive it as. So working with the color orange is always going to be beneficial for this chakra, soothing for this chakra. But as always, I recommend the number one tool that I'm probably going to repeat again later. It really is creating a physical connection to the energy center, which is one or two inches below the belly button. And you can place your hand there. You can do it even just right now. And just feel into how that space feels. Sometimes we can feel almost like a contracting away from the hand if we have shame around the lower belly. Um, you know, just just really feeling into what that space feels like for you. And the more you place your attention 
on this chakra point, the more energy can start to flow there and you will start to feel the benefits of what a balanced sacral chakra can feel like. So let's dive into that. What does a balanced sacral chakra look like? It is beautiful and phenomenal and it is one of my favorite energies to see women embody because I personally believe women for whatever reason, men have their own complicated relationship to the sacral chakra, absolutely. But I think women in particular have such a complicated relationship to this chakra because it's all about sex and power. And sex and power are things that were very repressed for women generationally for thousands of years. Um, you know, we were very, our sexuality was dictated for us. Um, we were not really allowed to totally own our power. So it's a real beauty for me to see a woman who is vibrant in her sacral chakra because you can see it, smell it, and feel it from a mile away. This chakra, when it is balanced, you can feel someone's magnetic, powerful energy, but it is not overpowering, it's not overbearing, it's actually extremely lighthearted and giving, and almost like if you can picture just someone like bursting with joy and childlike delight and awe in life, and there is someone who often has so much to naturally give just by showing up, just by showing up and being there totally authentic, uninhibited energy. It's incredibly healing to be around people with very um, safe and balanced sacral chakras. When we have a balanced sacral chakra, we have a healthy relationship to sex, we have a healthy relationship to money, and we have a healthy relationship to power and our own power. And it's so interesting because this chakra, you know, I'm talking about sex, money, and power, and I feel like those things can have kind of this heaviness to them when you mention them. And then I talk about, but the energy of this chakra is play and joy and delight and lightheartedness, which is so different to, I think, kind of, you know, the general approach that we have towards like those heavy power sex. It can be a little heavy, but actually these things can be explored with real delight, with a real healthy sense of what those things mean for you. This chakra, when balanced, it's also all about individualization. It is your per how much permission do you give yourself to be uniquely you, to play, to know how to play? How much permission do you give yourself to take deep pleasure in life? This chakra, I'm going to share the tools in a bit, but a lot of the tools are really about inviting pleasure into your everyday life. And if you look into readings about this chakra or look it up, there's a lot of talk about sex and sexuality because it's related to the reproductive organs. And I just wanted to add that, like kind of like a little disclaimer or a side note, unrelated um, or not totally necessary, but I just want to say you don't have to be sexually active to have a healthy sacral chakra. There are incredibly spiritual people, monks or people who choose to be celibate and they have powerful sacral chakras. And it, it's not necessarily, I think sometimes people can get caught up if you, especially if you look into research about the sacral chakra, it's like all about harnessing the power of sex and magnetic energy, but it's also just truly, it's just the ability to feel what delights you and giving yourself permission to experience 
real pleasure, uninhibited pleasure, however that means to you. One of the root fears of this chakra is not getting what we want. Fear, fearing deep down that we will not get what we want and therefore things that can show up in an imbalanced um, sacral chakra is manipulating people, manipulating people with sex, for power, for money, because deep down we feel we will not get what we want or we are not allowed to want what we want. And you can see how for women, for you know thousands of years, we, we didn't get what we want. We were not allowed to get what we want. In fact, we weren't even really supposed to want certain things. It was very dictated to us. So there's a lot of kind of old programming that we pick up from childhood and even just, you know, from past lives or taking it in from our grandparents and our family. And there's a lot of healing, especially for women, I feel, and for men, for sure. There's a lot going on there, but a lot of you are women. So let's focus on that. There's a lot of just um, unlearning and allowing and releasing of shame and guilt. So shame and guilt are really big aspects of this chakra and you know it just relates to so many things we have shame and guilt about money whether we have enough or too much we have shame and guilt about are we allowed to really want the things that we want or is that selfish and selfish is very bad and there's all kinds of conditioning uh, let me talk specifically about what this looks like if this chakra is imbalanced so Jealousy and envy are really big indicators of an imbalance in this chakra or a weak chakra. So when we feel jealous and envious of others, it's you know it's a sign that we don't believe we can have what they want. We don't deserve what they have or we cannot have what these people want. So we feel jealous and envious. Shame and guilt lives in this chakra when we feel like we want something but we're not supposed to want it or maybe we got something but we don't feel like we deserve it. Another thing that shows up in this chakra, if this chakra is weak, is we don't have the energy to go after what we want. We don't even have the energy to des desire things. We, we don't have the energy to, to run after what we want, to even want things. We just sort of go through life, we're numb, we try to just repress and go through the motions. Feeling robotic is another sign of this chakra being weak. Alternatively, this chakra can also be overactive. And, and by the way, uh, you can have both a weak chakra and an overactive chakra. We can swing the pendulum. That's actually very normal. And that's kind of like where, where I talked earlier about addiction, where if you have an addictive personality, you swing from like denying yourself something to just completely overindulging in it. So this chakra, alternatively, when it's overactive, we are manipulative, we are power hungry because we seek validation from others, we manipulate others. Um, a lot of the times, uh, one sign of this is when we are using sexuality to negotiate an outcome or get what we want or if we're overtly sexual and we don't really connect to that level of sexuality, like, you know, uh, expressing our sexuality in ways that aren't really authentic to us but we feel like it'll get us validation or another really interesting sign here is uh, seeking fame seeking fame to be loved and adored and validated that is a huge imbalance in the sacral chakra so you can really see how this is like the chakra of our age so there's so much to talk about with it but 
signs of an imbalanced chakra are seeking anything that is imbalanced, whether it's you're completely under-energized, unsure and undeserving of your desires, completely disconnected from any form of sensuality or sexuality, or you swing to the other side. And by the way, like I said, some people can be both of these and they swing between them. Or you swing all the way to the other side and you do things for validation, to manipulate, to get ahead, to beat other people because you think there's only one spot and or or coming in and just just over um, overpowering other people for manipulative reasons. Okay, so those are the imbalanced things. I mentioned a little bit about how wonderful it is to see this chakra balanced and it is totally possible and accessible and you can work on it like right here, right now. Uh, it doesn't have to take a long, long time. I always wanna talk about, you know, we can make shifts right here and right now. These tools are things that you can use every single day, anytime. So, you know, as much information as I've just shared, the tools that I'm about to share are very simple and effective. And I think simple tools can be so deceptive sometimes because they just require repetition. And sometimes our mind and our ego is like, no, no, there's gotta be another, a new thing, another way, you know, like we wanna make it complicated. But I'm just going to keep repeating simple, simple tools and repeat them and repeat them. <laughs> and these are the things that will activate and, and start to bring fresh energy to this uh, center in our body. So the number one tool, like I shared earlier and like I'm going to share with every single chakra, is to literally develop a physical connection to the energy center. So if you struggle with feeling internally where that center is, I always suggest just placing your hand over that energy center and just feeling the pressure of your hand or the skin on your the skin of your hand on the skin of your lower belly and just really breathe into that energy center and feel into how it feels for you. That is the number one practice and I highly recommend doing this repeatedly over the next two weeks before I go into chakra three. Some other ways to really feel this energy, there's gonna be a couple of them. Um, number one is to harness pleasure in the day to day. So these are simple things like when you have your morning coffee or your morning tea, really pause and you can almost even internally, you can say yes, like you can say yes, yes, more of this and really just affirm I like to say yes because it's a kind of conscious affirmation, but just pausing to really feel pleasure in your life, whether it's the morning coffee or the tea, or maybe you're having like a dessert in the afternoon, or maybe you're going on a particularly beautiful walk, or you're hugging someone you love and just really taking a moment to feel the pleasure in that. So I, again, I offer and suggest saying yes, like whether it's just in your mind or you speak it aloud if you feel comfortable and just say yes, like more of this, yes to more pleasure and just exploring what brings you pleasure and allowing yourself to feel it. The second thing is anything that is sensual and tactile and feels good is healthy for this chakra. So anything that brings your presence to sensuality whether that's a massage or a bath or sometimes for me just applying lotion on the body and just 
just feeling really safe to be in your body is is something you can really harness over the next two weeks to dive into this energy. A third way to work with this chakra is to play up the gender that you most identify with. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of gender conditioning that shows up in this chakra. So something that you can work with is if you identify as more masculine, then really you know feeling healthy in your masculine. And if you are identifying as feminine, then really embracing the softness. You know, playing up your femininity is a really beautiful way to harness the energy of this chakra. Um, also, anything you can do to praise and enjoy being in your body. Um, I also recommend, you know, if any media that you consume, looking at very diverse ways that beauty are def- is defined because anything that can help you embrace your body and feel pleasure in your body, no matter what the size, shape, anything like that, it's about really, like I've said, like I said earlier, it's the individuality and embracing your individuality and embracing that inner thing that just makes you you and allowing that to come out. So anything that you can do to just like praise and enjoy your body, if you want to dress in a certain way, anything to express yourself more authentically that you can play up is going to feel really aligned with this chakra. And then finally, uh, okay, wait, two more things that I wanted to share actually before I get into the last little tool that's always my favorite one to share last. Um, create just for joy. Create something, if you're a creative type of person, create just for the joy of it. Maybe painting or cooking or baking and just create for the joy of it. Anything that you can share with others that brings you joy to make is a really large element of this chakra. And then the the second tool that I wanted to share is, and this is really important, the more that you can state clearly and unapologetically your desires, the more you can work with this chakra. Because if you cannot identify, you cannot even think about what you want, what you need without shame or repression, it's gonna be challenging to really awaken this energy. So I always like to recommend either writing it, speaking it to a friend, or I always work with a voice recorder on my phone. I love to learn by sound. I'm a high sound learner in human design, if you know anything about human design. Um, So I love to use my voice phone, like the little voice recorder phone on my app. And it's a really interesting practice to very, very unapologetically state what you want, especially around things that feel a little sticky for you. Like maybe it's something sexual. Maybe it's about money. How much money do you want? Maybe it's something, you know, anything that you feel sticky about, these these sort of things that we would be very ashamed to tell somebody else that we want. If you can find a way to admit it just to yourself even, that is already going to start to open up some of that permission to just kind of delight in the things that you want in a healthy and balanced and integrated way. So, okay, finally getting to the last tool that I always love to share is the last tool. And 
it's always going to come back to embodiment, embody, eh, embodiment dance. What am I saying? Embodiment dance. I feel like anything to do with the chakras, it's so important to bring it into the body because you can intellectualize this and listen to me and think about it and say, yes, I agree or no, I don't. But until you like really bring the feeling of it into your body, it's, it's kind of difficult for it to sink in. So just like last week, I created a sensual sacral chakra embodiment playlist, and I highly recommend giving it a listen. It's just a couple of songs in there, but I did curate it to just kind of give the vibe that I identify with, and I, I hope to share and expand, you know, expand it as accurately as possible how this sacral chakra feels, but I pray that you listen to it and just feel into what do those emotions bring out in you. And I wanted to recommend a form of movement to go through as you listen to the playlist, and it is embodiment dance. So I think I shared a little bit about this last week. However, root chakra one is a lot more kind of fierce and heavy and like, Oh, like sort of in your power and the music that I included was very empowering and like independent and strong. This particular practice, I highly recommend embodiment dance, which is all about letting your body lead. It's completely like you dance for no one. It's literally no one is watching you. It's not designed to look good, although dancing, you know, when it's designed to look good is a beautiful thing, that's a separate thing. This is all about working with parts of your body that maybe you feel like you'll start to feel like allow yourself to breathe and just feel into, okay, how do my shoulders feel? And you can sway those and just let your body lead you and let the music lead you and allow the feelings to really move through your body it's really powerful and it's very very good um, just for stimulating like sensuality and being in your body and not feeling self-conscious about how we move how energy moves through our body it's super empowering i always highly recommend it so if you feel called i recommend um, diving into that playlist it's linked into the show notes and one last little resource that i wanted to share before i sign off was a huge part of my healing around the sacral chakra that i, I just have to share is a woman called layla martin i'll link to her program below i'll actually link I'll put it in the show notes. I'll link you to the specific practice that I do. Just a disclaimer, it is explicit. She's a sex coach. It's all about sexuality. So, you know, if you're going to be checking this out, just keep that in mind. Um, she's a she's a tantric sex coach, but she has an amazing free workshop all about empowering your sexuality. I think it's something like sexual embodiment for goddesses. I'm gonna link the exact workshop at the bottom, but I couldn't share about the sacral chakra without talking about this. I would love to summarize the workshop and give it all to you, but I'm not Layla Martin, and I think you would benefit so much by checking her out. Um, she has an amazing YouTube channel with all kinds of things just about unblocking shame around sexuality, sensuality, our bodies, 
and I think she's incredibly powerful. So if you want to check her out, I'm going to link her in the show notes. Otherwise, wishing you an amazing next two weeks. I hope that you connect very deeply to your sacral chakra and that something vibrant within you comes even more alive. It's already there. It's just about connecting more deeply to it. And as before, if you know of anybody who might benefit from this information or might find this podcast fun, please make sure to share it. And I will be back for you in two weeks. Lots of love.